हरे कृष्णा अ वॉम वेलकम टू ऑल ऑफ यू फॉर टूडेज गीता लाइव सेशन द टॉपिक फॉर द डे इज कृष्णास लव टूडे बींग वैलेंटीन डे विथॉट लेट्स अंडरस्टैंड मोर अबाउट वॉट इज लव एंड वॉट इज लस्ट इन टूडेज वर्ल्ड वी टॉक लॉट अबाउट लव द मूवीज मेड ऑन लव स्टोरीज and love is glorified selfless love is talked about and there are many many stories of people who have done enormous sacrifice for their loved ones so let's understand from bhagavad gita what is real love before we plunge into this discussion let's pray together let's fold our hands and offer these prayers seek the blessings of prabhu pad lord chaitanya mahaprabhu lord shri krishna so that we can have a very very meaningful discussion and we go back enriched with lot of wonderful insights so please join me in offering this prayers we'll chant this prayers together नमा ओम विष्णुपदा कृष्णा पृष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदात स्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशिणे जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु निनंदीअद्वैत गाधरा श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंदा नमो महावदनियाय कृष्णा प्रेम प्रदाते कृष्णा कृष्ण चैतन्य गौरतुषे नमः नमो ब्रह्मणे देवाय गो ब्राह्मणे हिताय चगद्धिताय कृष्णा गोविंदय नमो नमः हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीनबंधु जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रि वाचाकूभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतितना पाभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्ण हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे एवरी सेशन वी स्टार्ट विथ प्रेयर्स एंड सिंस दीज वीडियोज आर देयर ऑन दूट्यूब रिक्वेस्ट ऑल ऑफ यू टू मेमोराइज दिस प्रेयर्स एंड बिफोर यू स्टार्ट reading shila prabhupad books whenever you read bhagavad gita you can offer these prayers 
we are first offering prayers to Srila Prabhupada, spiritual master. Then we are offering prayers to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and then to Lord Shri Krishna. And before we start, we also offer prayers to all the Vaishnavas, all the devotees of the Lord, because of whose mercy we are getting this transcendental knowledge. So today we will talk about Krishna's love. More so, it's quite pertinent today. World over people are celebrating Valentine's Day. Let's understand what is real love and what is the difference between love and lust. There is something common between love and lust. Even in a lusty exchange between two individuals, there is a person, there are two persons, there is an exchange which is happening, and a person is getting attracted to the other person. So, Prabhupada says, just like iron and gold, both are metals, and both of them share some common characteristics. Metals have some characteristics. So, they are both having some common characteristics. Still, there is a lot of difference between iron and gold. Iron is very cheap and gold is very precious metal. So, likewise, the so-called love which is there in this material world which is celebrated, the so-called love stories, from spiritual perspective, are actually lust, glorified lust, which can be compared to an iron. And real love, love of God, love of Krishna, which our scriptures are saying that it's the ultimate goal. This is what we should be after. Evoking our love for God is like the gold. The broad definition of lust, although lust is, we generally associate with lusty affairs between a male and a female, but general definition of lust is desire to enjoy. Desire can be of many forms, many types. Desires to enjoy independent of Lord. Now somebody may say, is it wrong to enjoy? Do you mean to say that it is sin to enjoy life? It's not a sin. In fact, enjoyment is characteristic of the soul. Anandamayo bhyasat. Goal of life is to really be blissful. To enjoy life, but in association with the Lord. Now, why it is important that we enjoy with keeping Lord in the center? This brings us to a very fundamental understanding that we are Amsha of the Lord. We are part and parcel of the God. Just like this hand is Amsha. 
is a part of this body and it has to serve the desires of the body, of the whole. Whenever there is some itch, the hand immediately goes to that point and helps relieve that itch. Hand is always available to serve the overall purpose. Likewise, we are designed by the Lord. Mamaiv amsho jiva loke. Jiva means the living entity, the Atma. We are designed to serve the Lord. Now, it is not a master-slave relationship. Just like this hand, it's not a slave. It's just a part. It plays its role. And when it plays its role, it gets its quota of nourishment. It gets its quota of enjoyment. The famous story which Prabhupada often quoted in his lectures, he said once the limbs of the body, they got together and they had a meeting. The hand said that we all work, toil the whole day, do different activities and this belly sits in one place, does nothing, puts no effort, does no hard work and simply enjoys all the hard work which we all are doing. Simply sitting in one place and enjoying all the wonderful things we eat. So they all got together and said, this is unfair. And they said, okay, we'll have a strike. And next day, all of the organs went on strike. The hands won't move. The legs will not go for a walk. In fact, the hand, when it tried becoming little weak, tried, instead of putting the food in the mouth, tried squeezing out the nourishment from the food directly. But eventually, all the organs started becoming weak. And then they again got together, understood what was happening and called off the strike. Likewise, we rebellious souls, when we rebel against the Lord, Icha dvesha samutthena, Icha means desire to enjoy, like Krishna, take the position of Krishna, being the center of attraction, to be glorified. Everyone should worship me, should glorify me, should get attracted to me, I should become famous. These all are the characteristics of a person trying to take the position of the Lord. In other words, instead of we being servant of the Lord, we are trying to become the masters. When this desire comes, Icha and Dvesha, envy, disobedience to the orders of the Lord, envious of the position of the Lord, of being the center of attraction, Icha Dvesha Samutthena Dvandamohena Bharata. We come into this material world with an opportunity which the Lord has given to try it out because Lord does not want to force us to obey Him. Otherwise, there is no difference between us and a robot. He has given us a free will. So, this material world is created. If we want to be the Lord, if we want to be the Master, if we want to enjoy independent of the Lord, an even playing field is created. And we have an opportunity to try it out. 
just like a fish can try out we can take it out of the water and see if it can survive and be happy and enjoy but that is not its constitutional position it will not be happy it will wriggle and that fish you take it back and put it in water it will immediately be satisfied no matter what you give to the fish you make a bedstead cover it with cushion with velvet nice cozy pillows the fish will not be happy outside water so likewise our position krishna says mamaiv amsho jeeva loke we are his amshas and as amshas we also share the same quality of the lord sat chit and ananda ananda means blissful to seek happiness is not wrong Prabhupada was asked, what's the goal of your movement by one reporter in Paris? So Prabhupada said, goal of our movement is to enjoy life. Enjoyment is not a sin, but enjoying materially which will entangle us, which will bind us, which will put us more and more in illusion, that is what scriptures are forbidding us to dabble in. So, the right kind of enjoyment, lust is when we try to enjoy keeping Lord out of picture. Independently, it's like the hand trying to squeeze out all the nourishment from the food without putting it in the mouth. Even so-called celebrated love, so-called love stories is actually in one form of lust. Just that we need a little bit of introspection, thinking with a cool head. Because why it's called lust? Because Lord is out of picture. The other person becomes the center of attraction for you or the person who is lovers. And the person enjoys somebody saying, I can't live without you. For a moment, for few days, for few months, for few years, I become the center of attraction for that person. And it's a very, very fulfilling feeling. Because at least for one person, we have become Krishna. The person is saying, I can't live without you. Actually, that's the position of Krishna. We cannot live without the Lord. We are His Amsha. Suppose I tell you there is a very rich man and he has properties all over the world. He owns houses in Dubai, he has houses in Australia, in US. He has 26 big properties, bungalows in different countries. And he is very rich, owns many, many businesses. And I tell you that this rich man has a son who is very, very poverty stricken, who is homeless, who is without proper roti kapda makan, struggling for bare necessities of life. You will say, how is this possible? It's a contradiction. On one side, we are saying there's a rich man who has properties all over the world and simultaneously I am telling you, he has a son who is very poverty stricken, 
who does not have food to eat, doesn't have proper clothes to wear, struggling for the bare necessities of life. It's a contradiction. Likewise, Krishna is saying, Mamaiv Amsho, we are his Amshas. And Krishna is Shad Aishwarya Purnam, unlimited strength, unlimited knowledge, unlimited fame, unlimited beauty, unlimited renunciation. Shad Aishwarya Purnam, he is our rich father and we are his parts, we are his sons. Mamaiv Amsho Jeeva Loke, Jeeva Bhuta Sanatana and we are also Sanatana, eternal. Mana Shashta Indriyani Prakriti Sthani Karshati. We are waging a battle, we are struggling with this material nature. We are entangled, we are engulfed with different kinds of miseries. Adi Bhoti Kleshas, Adhyatmi Kleshas, Adi Devi Kleshas. It's a contradiction. Just like the previous example I gave, a rich man's son, but the son is struggling in the streets. So Krishna is saying, Mamaiv Amsho Jeeva Loke. In one place, Krishna says, I am the source of everything. Aham Sarvasya Prabhavo Matta Sarvam Pravartate. Everything is coming from me. Matta Paratram Nanyat Kinchitasti There is no one superior to me. And then he is saying, You are my Amsha. You are my son. And the son is struggling. Why is struggling? Mana Shashta Indriyani with the mind and the senses. Prakriti Sthani Karshan because of uncontrolled mind, uncontrolled senses, because of lusty desires. Kam Esha, Krodha Esha, Rajoguna, Samudbhava. Under the influence of lower modes, we are struggling, we are waging a battle. Material nature is pushing us back. It's like a chess game. We make a move to enjoy life independent of Krishna. There's a pushback, there's a retaliation from material nature. And again, we take, make the next move to circumvent that, to ensure that our enjoyment, happiness continues. Again, there's a block. Again, there's an impediment. Again, there's a pushback from material nature. Prakriti sthani karshati. We're waging a battle against material nature. And eventually, the battle will be won by nature. Mrityu sarva haras chaham. No matter how popular, how big, how famous, how glorified a person may be, eventually death will come and everything will be taken away. So-called intelligence, so-called wealth, so-called strength, so-called beauty, everything will be taken away. So-called beautiful hairs for which we have gone to saloons and you know, all kinds of shampoos, all kinds of conditioners, all kinds of beauty treatments we have done, in a moment it will be all burnt to ashes. So real love actually is an exchange with Lord in the center. Lord, now for example, when we eat, if we eat nice palatable food stuff, even if it is earned by honest means, proper means, to fulfill the desires of enjoying that taste, minus the Lord, without offering it first to the Lord, it is actually one kind of lust. 
दैट्स वाई कृष्णा सेज इन दुंजते अघम पापम ये पचंती आत्मकरानाथ इफ वन डज नॉट ऑफर द फूड्स टू द लॉर्ड एंड देन ईट एस रेमनेंट्स इट इज पापम ही इज ईटिंग सिन ओनली no doubt being a vegetarian is better than being a non vegetarian because amount of sin involved is much lesser but still the highest recommendation of the lord is we offer our food to the lord and eat so lust is desire to enjoy it could be between two individuals it could be between individual and a thing it could be between senses and sense object desire to enjoy minus the lord it could be any kind of love it could be between two individuals and it may look like it is very selfless even celebrated love stories like you know we have taj mahal being built by shah jahan in fond memory of his beloved even that so called celebrated love exalted love from spiritual perspective is one kind of lust so we will talk more about real love what is real love and we will also talk about how we can evoke or revive or increase that real love in our life in fact if we study the vedic literatures you will find there were many many strong powerful personalities like ravana like rinakashipu actually they were very religious they were very austere they did lot of tapasya they were also god conscious in that sense they were very religious but why we call them as demons just like in a movie you have an actor a hero and you have a villain in ramayana ravana is like a villain he was great devotee of lord shiva he did lot of penances and austerity he was very religious he followed the vedic injunctions of 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 performing tapasya of worshiping the devatas but still he is called a demon sometimes we think demons means people who have you know typically in story books you have that pictures of people having horns and dark faces with teeth protruding out why they are called demons they are called demons because they had a desire to enjoy the property of the lord ravana wanted to enjoy sita who is a property of Lord Ramachandra, Hrinakashipu wanted to be the controller of the whole world. He wanted to be immortal, minus the Lord. When he asked Pralad, "What is the source of your knowledge, your strength?" So Pralad said, "It's the same source from me. You are getting the knowledge, your your power." And he became angry. So, even the so-called religious people so called pious people so called people who are 
engaging in tapasya, austerity, penances. They call demons because they are defying the authority of the Lord. They are taking the position of the Lord of being the enjoyer, of being the center of attraction. People should glorify them. And that's why they are called demons. And eventually, as we have been seeing in our scriptures, Ramayana, Mahabharata, and all our Vedic uh, scriptures, such demons eventually are devastated. So, <clears throat> even following the Vedic injunctions, it's like going from ground floor to the hundredth floor. If we are diligently following the Vedic injunctions without knowing the purpose, the ultimate goal, Nate Vidu Swart Gatim Hi Vishnu. If we don't know ultimate goal is to come to the platform of loving the Lord, understanding the Lord, serving the Lord. If we don't understand the purpose, even so-called following the Vedic literatures, just for fulfillment of my material desires. If I want money, I worship Lakshmi. If I want good learning, I worship Saraswati. The recommendation are scriptures. And if you just get stuck following the scriptures just for the heck of fulfilling my material desires, then it's like going from ground floor to 100th floor and getting stuck on a particular floor. Don't move ahead. That's why Krishna in the Gita also says, Nistrai Gunya Bhavarjuna, you rise above the flowery language of the Vedas. Yes, Vedas has recommendations for people who are completely materialistic just to motivate them, inspire them to worship, to surrender to some higher personalities. They are recommendations, but that's not the ultimate. Once Krishna and Balram, they were all having a picnic in the forest of Vrindavan and they became hungry. It was lunchtime. Obviously, Lord also is a person. He also becomes hungry like us. No doubt his hunger is different from our hunger. He has transcendental hunger. His hunger, he doesn't have to fetch for foodstuffs like us to fulfill his hunger. That's why it's called transcendental hunger. Just by seeing the foodstuff, his hunger can get satisfied. So they got hungry and they sent word. Some of these friends were sent to the Brahmanas who were performing different yagyas, sacrifices. And these cowherd boys went to them and said, We are in the forest with Krishna and Balram, and we are feeling very hungry. So they have sent us, Krishna and Balram has sent us to get some food stuff from you. Can you please give us some fruits, whatever you are offering in the yagya? Obviously, yagyas are meant for pleasing Vishnu, for the satisfaction of Vishnu. So, the Brahmanas immediately said, no, we can't give it. These yagyas are, have to be completed. These yagyas, how can we give before the yagyas are completed? How can we break the procedure which is to be followed when we do the sacrifices and rituals? Although they were sticking to the rules and regulations of performing the yagyas, but they forgot 
the essence of all the yagyas is to please Vishnu or to please Krishna. Even when Vishnu came or Krishna sent word that please give the foodstuff, they were stuck with the rules and regulations without understanding the spirit behind those rules and regulations. So, the essence of what I have shared so far is that all the Vedic literatures ultimately is trying to purify our lusty desires, material desires, take us from that platform and raise our consciousness, purify our desires and eventually come to pure desires or pure love of God. We start from the bottommost where full of lusty desires, completely forgetful of Lord. And then slowly we purify, we purify, we purify, follow the rules and regulations, control our senses, control our mind, regulate our desires, purify our desires and eventually come to pure desires, pure love and that is love of God, love of Krishna. It is also called bhakti, it is also called devotional service. Prabhupada did not translate bhakti as some kind of sentimental exchange between a devotee and the Lord. Bhakti means practical devotional service. Just like if you love a person, it is not you just sit in one place and actually do something for that person. A mother loves the child, mother sacrifices her time, her energy, her sleep for the child. So likewise, Real love means a lover sacrifices for his beloved. And that is what bhakti is all about, where we sacrifice our time, our energy, our resources, knowing that it is coming from the Lord, it belongs to the Lord, we give it back to the Lord. <clears throat> now we'll talk about how do we control or how do we purify ourselves from the lust. That is the first step. In a number line you have you know minus 3, you have minus 2, you have minus 1 and then you have 0 and then you have positive numbers. If you have to go from basement of a building to let's say third floor or fourth floor, you have to come to the ground floor, you have to come to the first floor, then the second floor and the third floor. No doubt you can go by a lift by just pressing a button. You don't have to stop necessarily on the ground floor. But nevertheless, the lift uh, moves from these floors, although it may not physically stop. So likewise, how do we move ourselves, the soul which is entrapped now, overpowered by lower modes, rajoguna, tamoguna, how does this soul evolve? And come to the point where it has pure desires and it has genuine, pure, real love for God. In fact, our scriptures say that is the purpose of human form of life. The goal of human form of life is actually to revive our original love for the Lord. That's the goal of life. We talked about end and the means in the previous session. If you remember, 
There's nothing wrong in earning money. Money is required. It's a means to an end. Unfortunately for many people, earning money has become an end. Growing up the career ladder has become an end. It's a means to an end. So likewise, this is the end. Understanding Lord, reviving our lost relationship and loving that sweet Lord is the goal of human form of life. And right now we are stuck with all kinds of lusty desires, all kinds of attachments which is entangling us in this material existence. So scriptures give us many, many wonderful recommendations how we can evolve from this degraded state to a very, very elevated, exalted state. In fact, there are 84 lakh species of life, Chaurasi lakh yonia, and in that, human beings are 4 lakh. And the gradations from one species to another, the differences is not on the basis of the skin color, not on the basis of gender, not on the basis of nationality, it's on the basis of how the soul has evolved in purifying the desires and reviving the lost relationship with the Lord. How much it has evolved as far as reviving the lost love which the soul has towards the real beloved which is the Lord. On one end of the spectrum we have the exalted Paramahamsas, most exalted devotees, completely pristine, pure, with no lust, completely absorbed in love of God. The other end of spectrum are people who are completely forgetful of Lord, almost like animals, uncultured, barbaric, cannibals, all kinds of nasty desires. That's the other end of the spectrum. And human life is meant for, real advancement is meant for purifying our life and moving up the scale. Best part about spiritual life is wherever we stop in this life, we continue from that point in the next life. Unlike, let's say, school and college, we have studied till fifth class and then let's say a person leaves the body, next life, he has to again start from the first class as far as material knowledge is concerned. But as far as evolution of the soul is concerned, if the soul is evolved till, let's say, fifth class, in this life, next life, it starts from the sixth class. So in that sense, we don't have to worry that, what if I do not complete this journey in this life? That's why scripture says, even a small movement in the right direction, svalpam api asya dharmasya trayate mahato bhyat, even a small act of devotional service, can save us from greatest danger and the greatest danger being that we can miss this human form of life and we can again degrade back to animal species. So what is the process which our scriptures recommend? In fact Krishna's name is called, Krishna is also called Madan Mohan. World over people are enchanted by Cupid. Arrows of Cupid. Cupid shoots arrows. 
pierces our heart. You know, we have that picture of a heart being pierced by an arrow. Everyone is pierced by arrow from Cupid, lusty desires. And Cupid is called Madan. And Krishna is called Madana Mohana, who enchants the Cupid, who is much, much more attractive, millions of times more attractive than the Cupid, so-called beauty in this material world. So if we get enchanted by Madan Mohana, if we worship Madan Mohan, if we surrender to Madan Mohan, if we follow the instructions of Krishna, Madan Mohan, which is given in the Bhagavad Gita, if we develop our love for Madan Mohan, then Cupid has no place in our lives. Will not be tormented, will not be shot at by the Cupid. If we have experienced real love, real beauty of the Lord, then we'll experience that satisfaction, we'll experience that higher taste. And the lower taste, false beauty, illusory beauty of this material world will not enchant us. And we have examples of many, many great exalted devotees. Although in today's world, there are many sadhus who also get embroiled in some scandals. When we hear of some sadhus getting embroiled, broadly speaking, there are two categories. One are those who are genuine cheaters, they are actually faking the whole thing. Deep within, they have lusty desires and they are, they are fanning those lusty desires. There is no genuine sincerity to purify. They are making a show and cheating public royally. Grabbing all opportunities to satisfy their lusty desires. That's one kind of so-called spiritualists who are there in the marketplace. And there are another kind of spiritual who are genuinely trying to purify, but at times there could be some slips, there could be some mistakes, there could be some instances where the temptation is so strong, so much it is alluring that a person falls down. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Api Chetsu Durachar Bhajate Maam Ananya Bhag. If a person who is engaged in serving the Lord, engaged in the process of purification and still he engages in some abominable act, he does some mistake to err is human. Mistakes can happen. We have example in the Srimad Bhagavatam of Ajamila. He was a pious Brahmana. He was returning back home from the forest and suddenly he encountered Two, uh, uh, two individuals, a man and a woman, enjoying, kissing and embracing each other and they were scantily dressed and he got agitated. All the lusty desires in his mind got aroused and Bhagavatam says that how slowly he got degraded. So we have broadly speaking these two categories but if a person is sincerely trying to worship the Lord, to surrender to the Lord, follow the rules and regulations, 
Krishna has given wonderful instructions how we can tame our mind, control our senses. Our Acharyas have taught us by their personal example. If we sincerely follow, Prabhupada has given us the beautiful process of chanting of the Lord's holy name, which will directly bring us in touch with the Lord. Prabhupada has given us a wonderful process, which is very joyful to perform. We are not asked to go to forest. We are not asked to perform very, very severe penances of fasting for days together. It's joyfully performed. Yes, we have some fasting. We also have feasting. Yes, we get up early in the morning, but our day starts with singing, dancing and glorifying the Lord. Initially, it may be a little difficult, but otherwise, a time comes when a person starts relishing that activity. It's no longer an austerity. It's no longer a tapasya. So, if we follow this process and sincerely pray to the Lord, by one's own endeavor, one cannot actually come out of the entanglement or the lusty desires which a person has cultivated over many, many lifetimes. Example is given a person who is drowning in an Atlantic Ocean, in the middle of an ocean, even if he is an expert swimmer, he cannot cross that ocean. So we all have come in this material world with a lot of lusty desires, Icha, Dvesha, Samuthena, on our own, using our intellect, using our intelligence, our analytical skills, we cannot fathom how to come out of all this illusion. We are deep in ignorance. So by the help of Acharyas, by the help of Vedic literatures, our scriptures, the guidance from pure devotees, which they have shared with us in their books, in their talks, in their conversations, we can follow the process. Mahajano yena gatha sapanta. If we follow in their footsteps, we can also cross this ocean of illusion. We can cross the cycle of birth and death. So we'll discuss the point on how to cultivate real love, Krishna's love which is the topic for the day. We talked about lust and love. We talked about how to cultivate uh, real love, the process to be followed. It's to worship Madan Mohan, the enchanter of Cupid, who is far, far, far more attractive than so-called beauties of this material world. If we get attracted to that Madan Mohan, then we will not be attracted to the false beauty of this material world. So, we'll come to the third aspect after the Kirtans. Request all of you to enthusiastically participate, join the Kirtans, and after the Kirtans, we'll resume our discussion. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama. Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna.
कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम राम Hare 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 Hare
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Krishna Hare Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Hare Rama Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 So quick recap of what we discussed so far In the first point we discussed about difference between love and lust They look the same but it's like difference between iron and gold. Second, we talked about <clears throat> how even so-called demons, they were very religious, very austere, did a lot of penances, but still they are called demons because they wanted to enjoy the property of the Lord. They wanted to be the Lord. So we talked about that and third we talked about if we have to purify our lusty desires that's the goal of human form of life on our own efforts 
it is next to impossible we need the mercy of the lord we need the mercy of great acharyas we need to follow their instructions we need to follow their guidance and if we do that by their mercy there is hope krishna being madana mohana if we get the mercy of madana mohana definitely we can cross this ocean of birth and death where we are entangled with all kinds of lusty desires it is because of lusty desires we are taking birth after birth to fulfill the desires the lord mercifully gives us different life forms so that we can fulfill those lusty desires anya abhilashita shunya it is not that we have to make our desires zero anya abhilashita all the material desires or lusty desires we have to make it zero and cultivate pure desires in fact the dealings between krishna and the gopis the dealings between krishna and radharani although it appears like a lusty affair between a male and a female that's why many time people say why did krishna dance with the gopis it looks like a lusty activity in fact people get attracted to hear about krishna raslila because there is some interaction between a male and female that's just like we see in this material world but prabhupad says that is real love unconditional love which is compared to the gold whereas lust in this material world is compared to an iron in fact some people say that they worship balagopal form of the lord laddu krishna because when krishna was young he was nice but as he grew up he was also overpowered by lusty desires and he got attracted to the gopis he got attracted to radharani and hence they feel it is better to worship krishna in the balagopala form this is nonsense in fact by worshiping krishna great sages just by meditating on his lotus feet have got purified how can krishna just by seeing his beautiful form just by chanting his holy name just by meditating his lotus feet if we can get purified how can that lord be overpowered by any kind of lusty desires that's why prabhupad forbade us to directly hear about krishna raslilas and his intimate pastimes with the gopis without step by step having a proper understanding about who is krishna that's why in shrimad bhagavatam first nine cantos is very systematically building that understanding who is that lord who is krishna how we are different from him what is love what is lust so that when we come to the 10th canto dashma skanda where krishna's pastimes with the gopis is mentioned we will not mistake it as ordinary mundane lusty activities between a male and a female so now <clears throat> how to cultivate that real love krishna's love love of lord which we are talking about our scriptures give us very very concrete definitive process 
a path to follow and if we tread that path we will surely get that ultimate attainment which is love of god krishna prema so the eight steps are adhau shraddha starts with shraddha it could be komala shraddha it could be faith which is very very tender which is the case of most of us komala shraddha adhau shraddha because of that shraddha we have some motivation some desire to sadhu sangha just like each one of you today who is attending this session the very fact that you are attending this session is that you have that shraddha you know that yes gita is an important scripture it's an important conversation between krishna and arjuna important instructions krishna has shared i should understand i should know more about it i should follow those guidelines that shraddha is there although it may not be very solid crystallized faith but still that faith is there because of which there is some motivation sadhu sangha the session is a form of sadhu sangha adho shraddha tatha sadhu sangha and if we do sadhu sangha then the third step will naturally come to and that is bhajan kriya will engage in some form of devotional activity chanting the names of the lord reading bhagavad gita serving the devotees the so many forms of devotional service adho shraddha tatha sadhu sangha tatha bhajan kriya and when we do bhajan kriya sincerely what will happen is anartha nivritti all the dirty things all the misgivings all the wrong perceptions we have all the wrong understanding we have what is love what is lust all the wrong understanding will slowly get dismantled anartha nivritti all the wrong habits all the sinful desires and after that happens after we cross that step a step we reach a stage called nishtha nishtha means firm faith right now if we get into some kind of discussion with somebody who is by and large an atheist or who is not a believer in god we can be swayed by his arguments if that person is you know very forceful he is speaking very forcefully where is god i don't believe in god see what is happening in the world if he forcefully puts his argument quite possible we'll get swayed a stage come nishtha firm faith come what may a person will not wobble then a stage comes ruchi ruchi means taste attraction natural taste right now our chanting will be doing mechanically we may not we may just do because we have been asked to do we may not relish reading bhagavad gita nishtha ruchi ruchi means we get a taste then asakti asakti means attachment we cannot live without it just like a lover and a beloved miss each other they cannot live without each other they so likewise ruchi asakti asakti means a person is very very attached to the lord very very attached to chanting the names of the lord very very attached to reading bhagavad gita if he does not read if he does not chant he misses he feels that his day is not complete if he does not get up for mangal aarti he feels that he has missed something very important 
His day has not started properly. Nistha, Ruchi, Asakti. Asakti means attachment. Just like we have attachment to so many materialistic things, attachment to material objects, attachment to people, then we develop attachment to the Lord, attachment to chanting the names of the Lord. Ruchi, Asakti, Bhava. Bhava means transcendental spiritual emotions. And ultimately, it is Prema, love of God. So, love of God is not a cheap thing. These days, people claim that they are exalted devotees. For many of them, it is just they are putting up a show. And people also get royally cheated because so long as they have you know, beard and you know saffron robes and matted hairs, and they're speaking something from Gita, something from Ramayana, something from Bhagavatam. Swamiji, Swamiji, and they surrender. So, genuine person, a genuine spiritualist is who has evoked his love for God. He is in the stage of Krishna Prema. Adho Shraddha Tathasadhu Sangha Bhajan Kriya Anartha Nivrittisyat Nishtha Ruchi Asakti Bhava Prema. Yes, one can fast-track this process. In Kali Yuga, the process which is given is very fast-track. It's like an elevator going from ground floor to 40th floor just by pressing a button. And that short shortcut is the chanting of the holy names. Prabhupada was asked, Prabhupada, can you show us some miracles? So Prabhupada said, it's not a duty of a spiritualist to show some miracles. Unfortunately, in today's world, we believe in some spiritualist because he can show some magic, show some miracles. So Prabhupada says, genuine spirituality involves getting Divya Gyan, transcendental knowledge. You don't select a university based on which university can show good magic. You select that university which can properly disseminate that knowledge, give that knowledge. So likewise, we have to select a genuine spiritual master, not the one who can show some magic, some, show some tricks and can gain popularity by, by collecting a lot of neophyte followers. But we require a genuine guru who has come to the platform of Krishna Prema, loving the Lord, Asakti, Ruchi. He has transcendental taste, attachment to the Lord, Nishtha, firm faith, firm conviction. Anybody speaks to that, that Nishta is contagious. And when we have such a spiritual master and we follow in his footsteps, follow his instructions, then we can also fast track our journey towards the ultimate goal, which is Krishna Prema or love of God or Krishna's love or real love. Actually, what will genuinely satisfy us we as souls, we are looking for love. That which will genuinely satisfy us is the real love. And that love is when we evoke our emotions, love for our supreme loving father, that is Lord, Lord Shri Krishna. So we will take some questions. This question is from Saurabh Parihar. It is said that we were having 
lording tendencies due to which we were sent in this material world. But if Lord loves us, why didn't He give us His position to us? It's a good question. In the spiritual world, the Lord is the Lord and we are His Amshas. The, the definition of the Lord is He is the Supreme Father. He is Sarva Karana Karanam. We are His Amsha. Yes, we share the same quality, but quantitatively we are different. He is Vibhu. He is Lord. We are Anu. So, just like a drop of sea water is same qualitatively with the sea, but quantitatively it is very Anu. So, our position is we are Anu. We are small. When we try to imitate and try to be the Lord, that is not our original position. That is not how we are designed to. A hand is not designed to eat rasgulla and derive nourishment by squeezing the juices out of it. It is not designed like that. So, same way, the Lord is the Lord, we are His Amsha. Even if the Lord allows us to be the Lord, it will be an unconstitutional position. And hence, this material world is created for the Lord. Okay, try it out. You want to be the Lord? Try it out. But we will have to face the consequences. This question is from Anil Bhargava. In order to remember Krishna all the time, why does intermediate forgetfulness comes from Krishna when we forget him due to Mahamaya? Is this okay to not repent for those moments? Actually, forgetfulness comes from the Lord because we want to forget the Lord. The Lord is not forcing forgetfulness. Krishna says, Sarvasya chaham hridi sanivishto mata smritir jnanam apohonam cha. From me comes knowledge, remembrance and forgetfulness. The choice is ours. How we use our free will. If we want to remember Krishna, Krishna will give his remembrance. But if we want forgetfulness of Lord, if we don't want Lord, just like so-called lovers in this world, they don't want Lord. They are happy with some exchanges between them. For one person, the other person is Krishna and vice versa. And they are enjoying that being the center of attraction for the other person. There is a rasa in that. But that rasa, what will follow will be very bitter. Yehi samsparshaja bhoga dukhayo nahi evate. This very pleasure which comes by senses coming in contact with the sense object, which is nothing but lust, dukhayo nahi evate, will eventually lead to misery and pain in our life. Lot of people encounter lot of misery and pain in their life, but seldom they come to this understanding what is the root cause. And actually, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says the root cause is lust. Kam esha kro desha rajoguna samud bhava mahashano mahapapma yavairina. This is the greatest enemy of the living entity. And we need transcendental knowledge. We need wisdom for us to understand this. So, this Mahamaya, the influence of Mahamaya, the forgetfulness of the Lord. Is coming from the Lord. Mahamaya is also energy of the Lord. But 
कृष्णा भूलिया भोगवांचा करे निकटस्थ माया तारे झपटिया धरे वेन कृष्णा भूलिया वेन वी फगेट द लॉर्ड भोगवांचा करे वेन वी वॉन्ट टू एंजॉय भोगा निकटस्थ माया निकटा मीन्स नियर बाय माया झपटिया धरे जस्ट लाइक यू नो इन गुड सिटीज यू हैव पुलिस पेट्रोलिंग मोमेंट यू कमिट अ क्राइम द पुलिस विल कम एंड नैप दैट पर्सन so likewise maya is energy of the lord it acts when the living entity wants to forgetful wants to forget the lord and enjoy independent of lord tang is very important sense as per prabhupad if we should consume prasad that is fine but prabhu why can't we offer outside bought food good for sense gratification to krishna and then consume outside food we don't offer because it would not be cooked properly people with unclean habits with unclean state of mind we offer things to krishna which is pure krishna is pure and we offer food the best of foods which is pure so best if we offer the food which is cooked by the lord in emergency situations in situations where we have nothing to eat let's say we are traveling long train journey we can offer foods like biscuits and things like that we can there's a exception to every rule but that exception cannot become a rule in general we offer which is cooked uh, with purity with devotion by the devotees this question is from ashwin shrinivasan prabhu vedic literatures are suited for whom also how do we rise above the vedic teachings vedas is a vast body of knowledge it is actually meant for everyone right from the uncultured barbaric people to the most exalted paramahamsas it's meant for everyone just like education education is meant for even a person in child in kindergarten it's also meant for post graduate <laughs> education is meant for everyone to 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 make them go to the next level of education we have so many universities schools colleges so likewise the vedas have instructions even for people who are meat eaters vedas have instructions even for people who are very materialistic filled with lusty desires because you cannot expect everyone to be exalted but if we so there are instructions for for example in the vedas there are instructions that on amavasya day you can offer go to goddess kali and take that prasada that instruction is for those people who are indiscriminately killing but if we take that instruction and think that vedas are saying that and don't understand the overall purpose behind that vedas and this instruction is meant for certain class of people and we think that this is recommended in the vedas and i should also eat meat by offering go to goddess kali then we have not understood the purpose that's why we should accept a bona fide spiritual master and he will guide us his teachings his instructions by his personal example will guide us what we should follow what we should not follow otherwise if we on our own read the vedic literatures we can get completely lost because there are instructions for all kinds of people just like in schools we have teachers for every class 
if you are studying maths in fifth class the teacher is different from the teacher who teaches maths in the 12th class because the students are at different levels so likewise we need an expert teacher who based on where we are can impart us the right lessons this question is from vinayak chaurasia how to overcome lusty desires and while studying how to overcome lust and situated on pure love for krishna as i mentioned it's a journey it's a process it's a path which we have to tread and when it comes to lusty desires attraction to opposite sex actually it is little different from other material desires because it's a biological urge our body has been designed by the lord that there is an attraction between a male and a female otherwise if that attraction is not there this world will come to a standing halt there won't be procreation there won't be reproduction so it's the design of the lord that there is an attraction between but the whole scheme of vedic literatures is how to regulate how to regulate that's why in the vedic times the first ashrama was brahmachari ashrama and then a person learning how to regulate the mind how to control the senses a person will enter into grihastha ashrama so we have to tread the path scriptures are giving many rules and regulations chanting of the holy names if we sincerely follow this then we will develop a higher taste and to give up lower taste to give up wrong desires lusty desires will be relatively much easier needless to mention we have to beg the lord for his mercy we have to surrender to him we have to beg for his we have to beg for his guidance oh lord please lead me please guide me please direct me on our own strength with our own abilities we cannot cross this huge ocean of nonsense or ignorance lust is a very very powerful force yeah vairina krishna says it is it is the greatest enemy of the living entity the reason why we are in this material world is because of lusty desires and just like in a prison house we talked about this prison house is like this material world like a prison house in a prison house just like a prisoner is kept bound in the prison house by chains the chain which binds the living entity in this material world is the lusty desires the attraction between opposite sex and in this world if we are not in knowledge this attraction is glorified is enhanced is increased is accelerated but if we are wise then we understand how to deal with this force it's a powerful force krishna says is the greatest enemy of the living entity and then he says senses mind and intelligence are the sitting places of lust and then he says from the very beginning regulate your senses and slay this destroyer of knowledge and self realization slay this is the one this lust is the one which is keeping away from self realization and real knowledge this question is from archi what is the difference between love versus devotion for krishna 
as we may be engaged in devotional activities but may not have love and we may love but may not know how to devote it's a good question initially we do not have love for krishna that's why the bhakti we do is called sadhana bhakti by doing sadhana bhakti which is all about following the rules and regulations for example getting up early in the morning it may not be very pleasing to the mind we are not getting up because we have love for krishna because we have been asked by an exalted devotee self realized soul that this is the process you follow so initially sadhana bhakti is bhakti which is done with lot of rules and regulations we do it because we have been asked to do it we chant 16 rounds because we have been asked to we like it we don't like it sometimes we may be in good mood sometimes we may not be in good mood sometimes we are inspired sometimes we are not inspired we do it come what may and then slowly from sadhana bhakti as our attachment ruchi asakti bhava it increases it it graduates to raganuga bhakti raga means attachment attraction we develop our attraction to the lord and slowly that bhakti transcends from from sadhana bhakti to raganuga bhakti so when in raganuga bhakti the driving force is love of god is attachment to the lord attraction to the lord then a devotee cannot live without it but in our present state in the beginning stages it is sadhana bhakti this question is from dikshit gwi dikshit in the context of love and lust discuss what is the mother child love prabhu ji can it be called pure love mother child love is very special in fact of all the love in this material world the one which is always at the top is the love which the mother shows to the child for a for a love between a male and a female still there is some bit of to, to a large extent mother's love for a child is very unconditional it is full of sacrifices but still strictly speaking from the definition of scriptures it is not the real love which scriptures are talking about the real love is in connection with the lord <coughs> this question is from renuka mishra if we pray to god to save the life of our dear ones so there is something wrong in it or not there is nothing wrong we all have attachments in this world we can pray to the lord that to save the life of our near and dear ones but let's be in knowledge krishna in the bhagavad gita says for one who has taken birth is sure to die no matter how much we pray no matter how well we pray how sincerely we pray the fact is all relationship in this material world is ashashvatam dukhalayam ashashvatam it is temporary so it is not that if we lose our near and dear one we have not prayed sincerely it is not that because we were not devoted to the lord the lord took away our near and dear one from us it is the reality of this world so we should lead this life with knowledge we can pray nothing wrong about it but we should also know that one day all the relationships in this world will break there is one which will never break and that is our relationship with the lord so wise person invest his time 
and energy in cultivating that relationship which will never be broken and that is our relationship with Lord. This question is from Namrata Kini. I am trying my best to be on Krishna path and it is 100% attraction. I am ambitious, I am being anxious as I don't know if I have got a fourth promotion. Why am I being anxious? In the Bhagavad Gita, you are saying that you have attraction to the Lord. We should not just have attraction to the Lord. We should also very sincerely attempt to follow the instructions of the Lord. And in the Bhagavad Gita, many, many places, at least 8 to 10 places, it talks about the right to do your duty. Do not be attached to the results of your activities. All anxiety in this material world comes because totally attached to the outcome. Thinking that Krishna is not in control. Or outcomes have to be in a particular way only. Surrender means I sincerely do my duty and whatever Krishna sanctions, I accept it as his prasadam. Even the so-called, so-called unfortunate thing, it could be blessing in disguise. That is the meaning of surrender. We are not overly attached to the results. We leave it to the Lord. We don't over-endeavor for things to transpire exactly the way I want it to transpire. That is not surrender. This question is from Vinod Kumar. It is mentioned that everything in creation is made of atoms, including our body. Atom is also having soul. If it is so, then how many souls we have in our body because our body also is made of many atoms? Good question. Yes, we have many cells in the body. In fact, in our body, there could be many worms. There are many bacterias in our gut. Many harmful bacterias, many good bacterias, many germs, many viruses. So... Although there are many, many so-called living entities in this body, the cells, the atoms, the worms, the bacteria, millions of bacteria, billions of bacteria. In fact, if you take a probiotic, one capsule will have billions of those bacteria, which are good bacteria, which we take as probiotic. So, each of those bacteria will have a soul, but... When you talk about this body as a whole, there is a principal soul. Just like there are many ministers, but there is one chief minister. There is one prime minister. Likewise, there is one principal soul for this body. Although there could be many, many individual souls as far as worms, as far as bacteria are concerned, as far as different cells are concerned. 